Hello, and welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. We have a few bits of news for you from Taiwan this week. The first one is uh, of a political nature, but before you stop listening, it's actually quite interesting. Now, in the 70s, when uh, America broke off official diplomatic relations with Taiwan and uh, changed to recognition of China, the Congress passed a law called the Taiwan Relations Act. And this, this law basically governs how America has to deal with Taiwan because it's not allowed to deal with Taiwan as a country. It's a kind of a special, a special relationship. Now, contrary to what many people think, that Taiwan Relations Act does not guarantee that America will help Taiwan in case China invades. It does say in the act that America will support Taiwan and do business with Taiwan, but it doesn't actually say America will send soldiers to protect Taiwan, although many people think that's the case, but it's not the case. It's not there. A decision will have to be made by Congress if they decide to send soldiers to Taiwan. But a few weeks ago, President Biden said in a speech, America will send soldiers to protect Taiwan. Now, as has happened since Biden took office, you cannot take everything he says too seriously because he often says stuff that's not really, really correct. And then he spokespeople and the White House spokesperson has to come down and put out the fires and say, oh, no, this is not exactly what he meant. What he meant is this, and this doesn't change anything. And he uh, So, anyway, so nobody jumped out of their skin when he said this. And the next day, as usual, there was not a correction, but somebody just said, the president said this, but it doesn't mean that anything has changed. America's policy towards Taiwan did not change. That having been said, it was kind of comforting to hear the American president say that America will send soldiers to help protect Taiwan should China decide to invade. And as I said on earlier episodes, we are not exactly super nervous over here waiting for invasion every day. So that was interesting. Now, related to that is on the, the American State Department is now the American Ministry of Foreign Affairs. On their website about Taiwan, somewhere in May, they made two changes to their whole to information about Taiwan and how they deal with Taiwan. They took away two sentences. The one sentence was, it used to be on their website that the America will not support Taiwan independence. And also, they, it was on there that they realized that China claims Taiwan for itself. Those two sentences were there. But then in the middle of May, they were taken away. So suddenly, there was no sentence that says America does not support Taiwan independence. And there's also no sentence that said America understands that China claims Taiwan for itself. Those two sentences disappeared. So, big news in Taiwan, right? But then, on the 28th of May, the two sentences are back. So now I don't know what's going on at the American State Department. Was it just a, a, a guy who wanted to make trouble, and he played on the website, and he deleted stuff and put it back. So first we have the president saying they will send soldiers something that is not exactly in the law. Next, the State Department's homepage about Taiwan changes and then changes back. Anyway, I'm sure both of these things 
made China very angry. And that makes most people in Taiwan happy. <laughs> they can upset China. Okay, another story. It's entertainment, but it is kind of related. And that's about the new Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick. I think our listeners outside of uh, Taiwan might not have heard too much about this. But uh, in this movie, Maverick puts on a jacket, a pilot jacket, a leather jacket. And on the back of the jacket, there's a, a patch. And on the patch is the Taiwan flag and the Japanese flag next to each other. Now, the Taiwan flag, we say it's the Taiwan flag, but in official terms, it's the, the ROC flag, the Republic of China flag. And then people saw him put on this jacket. Now, this jacket, the reason why these two flags are on this jacket, because this jacket actually commemorates a real-life situation. I believe it was in the 50s. American battleship had a tour of Japan, Taiwan, and the Western Pacific. So to remember that battleship sailing through here, they put these patches on the back, and specifically the, the Taiwan flag. Now, this jacket was also worn in the 1986 movie, the first Top Gun. So when people, people who notice very little small detail, when they saw in the trailer, now remember Top Gun Maverick, this movie was finished many years ago, but they postponed the release date to make sure that people can go to the cinema again. So they waited for COVID to kind of finish, right, in America and so on. So when they watched the trailer, now remember the trailer was showing for years, right, while we waited for the movie to come, they saw that the Japanese flag and the Taiwan flag were gone. There were two like nonsensical little patches there, just little like a triangle or something like that. And then people said, ah, we know why. China will not be too happy if there's a movie showing in China and somebody in the movie has the Taiwan flag on its back. But then when the movie started a few weeks ago, these same people, I didn't notice it because I didn't watch so specifically, but the people said, hey, the flag is back. So in the trailer, they took it away. And the reason, again, they thought that uh, if they put the flag there, then China will not show the movie and they can't afford to, to miss that chance. But apparently there have been something about finances and uh, investors. And it turned out that the movie will not be shown in China anyway. So they put the Taiwan flag back and everybody in Taiwan is ecstatic about the, the Taiwan flag sitting on Maverick's leather jacket. And by the way, also Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange. Those two movies also will not be released in China because apparently it's too American and China was not, does not want to expose its people to stuff that's too American. So anyway, they, those are a few things that happened in the last few weeks that made China angry and Taiwan happy. All right, let's move on to something completely different. Last week, Friday was the Dragon Boat Festival here in Taiwan. Now, the Dragon Boat Festival, with most of the other national holidays, they are determined by the lunar calendar. So it's not always exactly the same. It's in the area, you know, of the more or less the same month. But, for example, the Dragon Boat Festival is usually a little bit later in June, like the middle or even after the middle. And there's a tradition, traditional belief in Taiwan, that once the Dragon Boat Festival has come and gone, the summer is really here. Can I just say this year, maybe because it's a little bit earlier, it did not happen. Since the Dragon Boat Festival came and went, we've had wonderful, cool weather. With It's very rainy, obviously, very rainy. There's still the plum rains falling. The plum rains happen in April, May, beginning of June. It's very welcome. 
but it's certainly not summer. Now, I'm sure the weather guards are going to punish us for this one week of cool weather, and summer will probably, when it does arrive, probably next week, it's going to last for eight months or something with temperatures of, of 40 degrees every day or something like that. But at the moment, we are enjoying nice cool weather, even though the Dragon Boat Festival has already been here. Just uh, another point on the weather. We now have a little bit of cool weather and May was one of the coolest Mays in history. But in April and in March, we already had weeks of super, super hot summer weather. So the weather is kind of strange, you know. We get really hot weather in March and then cooler weather in May, which is two months later. But we never complain about cool weather in Taiwan because our summers are so long and hot. So we'll enjoy this cool weather. I believe it's going to last until about next week, Monday or so. Okay, then I have two lighter stories for you that might make you smile. A few weeks ago, there was a video released of a, a car driving down a, a city street, and the car was going at 50 kilometers an hour, and it has a dash cam, so it records everything that happens in front of it. Then you, you see here on the right side, you want to believe what is passing this car going at 50 kilometers. An old grandpa in a wheelchair. Obviously, the wheelchair has a battery. The grandpa is not using his arms. It has a battery. It looks like a very strong battery. But can you imagine a wheelchair going in the road at more than 50 kilometers an hour with a grandpa inside? Now, I'm not talking about a racing wheelchair like you see in the Paralympics or the guys who do marathons in wheelchairs. It's just a normal straight-up wheelchair, not the most stable thing in the world. Can you imagine if that wheelchair hits a rock? Or if something, another car in front of it suddenly stops. He's not on the sidewalk. He's in the road. If somebody stops in front of him, there's no safety belt. The uncle is not wearing a helmet. It can be just, it has to be a very, very bad situation. But this uncle is going. And the good news is he was wearing a mask. So everything is okay. As long as you wear a mask in Taiwan, you can get away with anything. I'm just happy that we haven't heard any more news about this uncle, which means he's still safe. But that was just incredible, a wheelchair going at over 50 kilometers an hour in a city street. Some, some people on the internet even said, go uncle, go faster, when they, when they commented on this video. Okay, then finally, another story that's not that funny, but might make you smile. In the central city of Taichung, there was a, a report about a mother who stabbed her son and hit him on the head with a fire extinguisher because he didn't want to go to school. Now, as usual, every story has two sides. I'm pretty sure this guy, this student, not too old, he's still in elementary school, probably struggled with his mother. It's not as if he was standing there innocently, and the next moment his mother nailed him on the head with a fire extinguisher and started stabbing him. There was probably some kind of struggle. But anyway, that having been said, a boy was stabbed, and the mother also had some stab wounds, might I add and was hit overhead with a fire extinguisher because he didn't want to go to school. Now, when I was in elementary school, I also didn't want to go to school. I would find the smallest reason not to go to school. I remember in grade one or two, I was walking to school with my brother and sister. They cannot say the smallest thing to upset me. If they just say something very, very small, I will burst out in tears, turn around, run back home and tell my mother, I'm not going to school today. So I was like that. I was a little bit of a, I won't say a brat, but I was not school ready. That's my defense, okay? I was not school ready. So I did not want to go to school. So basically what I'm doing here is I, I'm taking this opportunity on the podcast to thank my mother 
for not stabbing me and hitting me with a fire extinguisher over the head when I didn't want to go to school all those years ago. Thanks, Mom. All right, that's today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And until next week, goodbye.